Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Welcome back to the Influential Personal Brand Recap Edition with myself. I'm joined by AJ Vaden, our CEO, and my wonderful wife and amazing business partner. What an awesome episode. I didn't realize that Tom Rath has sold 10 million books. That Strength Finders, that book has sold more books than like any other book except like the Bible and you know, like a couple, a couple others. What a fantastic conversation. I'm always amazed. I'll say this real quick about Tom before we jump into the three points and AJ and I'll go go back and forth. But I'm always amazed at his humility. It blows me away that someone that has sold 10 million books and yada, 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 he you would not know it. You would not even know it in the conversation. But anyways, super practical, you know, just a gold mine of knowledge and a lot of things we could have interviewed him before. Well, we've actually interviewed him before on other shows that we've done, but this one was very focused on selling books and how do you sell 10 million books? And the first thing that my first takeaway, which to me was, again, it's just, it's so simple, but so profound was he said, make sure your book gives people something to do. It gives them an action. It gives them a behavior because it's like, When people do a behavior in their life, it is evidence of the fact that this book has changed their life. It becomes a talking point to all the people around them. And it's like a manifestation of your ideas showing up in a pragmatic way. And that is just such a simple idea that it doesn't seem like that could be a secret of selling 10 million books. But that was the number one thing he was super clear on. And he's like, look, the books that sell a bunch of copies, the five love languages, books like that, it's like they infiltrate our everyday lives as behaviors. So I know that's super simple, AJ, but like that hit me hard. 
Yeah, I, you know, simple is powerful. Simple also isn't always easy. I think one of the things that is really important in, in all of this, first I'll remember, and it's like, you know, Tom said it in this interview, and we've just, we've had other, you know, in, individuals come over the podcast and said very simple, very simply, like the key to having a best-selling book is to become a daily part of your routine, right? Um, you know, how Rod talked about this with Miracle Morning, about you have to be a part of your daily routine, um, and it's the same thing. It's like you have to create this way that it becomes infiltrated in your life. And so I think with, you know, strengths finders, it's like how many people just go like base interviews off of this. Um, they This is a part of their interviewing and recruiting profile. This is a part of how they find coaches. This is how they view themselves or these are my strengths. And then all of a sudden you're told something that you live into. And I think that it's not just give them something to do, but it's also give them something that's based in data. Because I think, and perhaps it's just because I have a natural fascination with data. You but do. It's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's give them something that's founded in real data, not just opinions, but this is, it's researched and it's founded and it's valid. And it's not just an opinion that's like, well, maybe, but maybe not. It's like, no, it's like, I got asked these questions. I answered these questions. It ran a little formula. There's an algorithm and bam, boom, bam. People love that. They love to know that there's validity and that there's some sort of data founded in these opinions. And it doesn't have to be huge. And it doesn't have to be an assessment or, you know, a test or a quiz, you know, as we're talking about StrengthsFinder. Uh, but you find the people that thing that just fascinates them. And one, it's learning about themselves, right? Who doesn't want to learn more about themselves? Two, it's being a part of their daily life, right? So giving them something to do, it's being a part of their routine. But then three, it's something that's actually founded in more opinions than just one. And I think that's a huge part of, you know, also being a reader of, you know, Tom Rath's work and a, a user of it. It's like there's a lot of power in not just giving them something to do and being a part of the routine, but it's not just one person's opinion, Right? It creates this credibility factor that allows you to buy more into it because it's somehow more credible or more valid. And I think those are all things that we can do. Right, We've had you know, researcher Jason Dorsey on our show before, who's also a good friend. Uh, we recently did our own huge research study because we believe in this so much. But I think there's a lot of power in going, give people real data. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. As you were talking, I was thinking about the books in our life or in my life specifically that have literally like changed my life. They're things that have infiltrated behavior. You know, Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, clearly the Bible. You know, a lot of people talk about Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning. That's a routine. T. Harv Eker's Secret of the Millionaire Mind. I still read my Millionaire Mind affirmations from his book, which was like 15 years ago. I read that book. I read those affirmations 
regularly. So, so, so profound. My second takeaway, which I think is kind of closely connected to the first is give them a reason to share. So like give them a reason to do is like, okay, that what am I going to change in my life? But then give them a reason to share. And like you were saying, AJ, so many people use strength finders, like it's baked into their interviewing process. Whereas like every single candidate they interview, every single leader that gets promoted, they all go through this training because it's they it's just the book is designed in that way. And to, and to hear Tom say, oh yeah, that, that's part of the plan. Like you make it shareable and you, you don't just think about what is a great idea. You think about how could I package this idea to where it's more like transmittable. And again, super simple. And I, I almost feel a little silly that like, I haven't had that thought myself before, but so powerful, so powerful. Yeah. I would just, you know, add onto a couple of these things since um, they're very similar, but I think one of the things that makes things shareable, in my personal opinion, is anything related to human discovery. It's we're one fascinated about learning about ourselves, and then we're fascinated about learning about others. Like what makes them tick? Or why does this person annoy me? Why do I like this person? How was this person so successful? How did this person ever get in this situation? As a human being, we're fascinated with discovering things about ourselves, how we tick, how we think, how we act, how we react, why some people act and think one way, why others are good at other things, why others aren't. And I think that that's a part of what makes something shareable is this the human connectivity part. And it's something that not just StrengthsFinders does really well, but clearly does very well. But you mentioned this earlier, the five love languages, right? It's like we all want to know like, well, what is my love language, right? How do I receive love? And what's my natural way of giving it? It's very fascinating. And then you've got programs like Fascinate and Disc and the Enneagram and yeah. Myers-Briggs. And, you know, there's there's dozens. You something we use in our company they called the Culture viral. Index. Culture Index, they yeah. They just become shareable. Why? It's because it's about the human experience. It's about human connection, the human psyche, and who isn't fascinated about learning about the way you tick and others tick. And again, I said this earlier, but I really mean it. Like there is a way for any topic, every book, any product to incorporate the shareability factor by connecting it to the human experience. What other than potentially fiction, which also plays at our emotions, which is a part of the human experience, doesn't allow us to learn more about ourselves and each other. We just don't market it that way. Yeah, that's super insightful. Like, because yeah, all those books, I mean, if I have one more person ask me what my Enneagram number is, I'm going to flip out. Like, well, why don't you just tell us, put it on the record. What are you? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I actually forgot. I think I'm a three. I'm either a three or an eight. I'm an eight. Know. You're not an eight. <laughs> I'm not an eight. I must be you're not a an eight. I'm an eight. But I think your secondary or your third was an eight. But I'm an eight. Yeah. Well, I know that I'm a C in disc. I'm a C D. But anyways, that's that's just like how can we educate our audience about the human experience? I mean, that's really good. That that people are absolutely fascinated with it. Yeah. So love that. My last takeaway which was very tactical again something i would i did not expect him to say all all three of these big themes were so simple that it's kind of like what you know i thought it would be much more advanced was split test everything i mean split test everything 
And we just live in a world where, uh, you know, I saw Donald Miller post this on Instagram like yesterday or the day before. He's like, hey, I'm working on a subtitle for my next book. Here's three options. What do you think? And you get feedback. You can run ads. You can cert- You can send a survey like via email. You can do all of these different yeah. things, but, mm-hmm. but you're just split testing and letting the data I know AJ is like, yes, I, I've been harping on this, like <laughs> use data-driven, data-driven decisions. It reveals the path. Like it just, it takes a lot of the, the risk. The other thing it makes me, whenever we think of data, I think of, oh goodness, what is uh, Adam uh, Grant's book, Originals. And his whole book is, is that, you know, basically the premise of the book is it's not that the most successful people in the world just take risks. They're not all just gamblers or risk takers. It's that they take calculated risk. So you have to take risk, but it's calculated risk. And to your conversation about the data and the study that we've done and to, and to hear Tom say that is like, gosh, we, we, I want to be more data driven. Yeah, no, I love that. And my third one is just, uh, ever so slightly different, which is it's a question. It's a question for all of you who are listening. It's, what are you doing? What are you talking about? What does your content do to start a conversation? And I thought that was so brilliant in this interview, as he just said, it's like, if it starts a conversation, then it has value. So what are you doing that lends itself to someone going, hey, I've got a question for the group. I've recently been reading or listening to or doing a course what do you think about, or have you done this? It's like what Teroy said. It's like, if I get asked what my Enneagram is one more <laughs> time, and it's just, it starts a conversation. So what, what is it that you're doing that starts a conversation? Because it will go viral. Again, it's this lead in point to this human connection, human experience of interesting things that are applicable to all of us, right? It's not for one group of people. It's for just the group of people and who we are in humanity, but it's like, what are you doing that starts a conversation? Such a powerful question. And one that we should all take some time, you know, just sit, sitting with and actually delving in and going, okay, what is it that I'm doing that actually starts the conversation? And what conversation do I want to start? And how does that connect with my personal brand? And to me, I thought that was one of the most powerful things that whole interview. Love it. Go listen to the interview. I mean, where else can you talk to someone about how they sold 10 million books? <laughs> Not a lot of people have that and are willing to share as openly and generously as Tom did. So we hope you get value out of that episode and this one and everyone. So keep coming back here. We'll catch you next time on the Influential Personal Brand. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. 
Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.